Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the So What Podcast. My name is Anna McGuire, and I'm so excited to have a conversation with you today about sowing intentionally into our lives so that we can reap abundantly in the days, weeks, months, and yes, even the years to come. I don't know if you remember this image of a guy who got a tattoo on his chest. The, the picture went viral. The tattoo was supposed to say no regrets across his chest, but instead it said no rag rats. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he spelt regrets wrong and it's just kind of funny how he's talking about regrets in the tattoo, but spelt regret wrong. So I'm sure there's some regret with that tattoo. Maybe, maybe not. I think it probably made him famous. So maybe he made some money off of it. So he doesn't have any regrets. But anyways... When I think of the word regrets, that picture often comes to my mind. I actually really love talking with individuals about regret, whether it's regret in my own life or their life. It is a hard topic to approach, but one that I think mm, when we do approach it with clarity and confidence, it can be game-changing for us. You see, over the last few years, and really the last few months, I've heard people say things along the lines of, I have no regrets. I have zero regrets. All of my choices, good and bad, have made me who I am today. When I hear people say this, part of me wants to applaud them. And the other part of me legitimately wonders how they have zero regrets. I'm not saying that the individual who says this, that they don't have any regrets, are being inauthentic. But here's the deal. If I'm being authentic, I have personally had regrets. And guess what? There are still moments where I experience regret. So as we begin to dive into this conversation, I'd really like to define regret. What is regret? We might hear the word. We might know the word. But what is it? And this is how I like to define it. It's regret is feeling sad, remorseful, or disappointed as a result of a choice you made. Feeling sad, remorseful, or disappointed as a result of a choice you made. This isn't a choice somebody else made. It is a choice that you personally made. And it's a choice that you could have made yesterday or a choice that you made 10 years ago. Regret really doesn't have a timeline or an expiration date on it. The, the, the regret or the disappointment or remorse based on a choice you made, it could be from something yesterday, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And here's the deal. This choice, it feels like, is on repeat in your mind. You can vividly see the experience that maybe you regret or you have the interaction that you had or the behavior that you acted out in or the thoughts that you had or the words that you spoke. It feels like it lives inside of your mind on repeat. That's how I would define Regret that it's feeling sad, remorseful, or disappointed as a result of a choice you made. And not only are you feeling that way, but it's living on repeat in your mind. And here's the deal. Regret, again, is something we typically pull away from. But if I could challenge you, if we could lean into regret as like that word feels, it can be an incredible tool for personal growth. It can be an incredible tool for character development. Regret doesn't have to have the final word or the establishment in our minds like we think it does. Instead, it can be a tool that we choose to use to sharpen us, to refine us, to propel us forward. So how do we face regret? 
And really, I have three simple things that I have found to be incredibly helpful in my personal life and as I work with other people to help them face their regret. The first thing in facing regret that I would say is be with the feeling. You see, especially as a Western culture, it's very tempting to try to find the silver lining and spin your mistake into a positive note. Like, yeah, I did that wrong, but you know what? I'll know better for next time. And there's like some truth in that. Obviously, like once we know better, we do better. But the default can be is like, I want to move past the negative or challenging emotion and I want to go right to the positive. But can I tell you that my experience that in order to really let go of the feeling of regret, you need to fully feel it first. It's really counterintuitive, again, to Western culture. We want to move away from the feeling so we don't have to feel it. But in order to really move forward from a feeling, you've got to feel it first. If you keep trying to uh, beat around the bush or sugarcoat the regret or suppress the regret and the feelings that come along with them, it will just keep hanging around. It will keep being present. It will be in your subconscious. It will pop up in that thought cycle from time to time. So here's the thing is be with the feeling of regret. It's okay to grieve what you did or what could have been, but it wasn't because of a choice that you made, a word that you said, an interaction that you had, a behavior that you acted in. It is okay to grieve and to mourn those things. It is okay to feel those things. It is okay to not sugarcoat and go immediately to the silver lining. Again, I love positivity. I love looking towards the future. We'll get to that in a moment. But in the moment, if you want to move forward from challenging feelings, Feelings, you've actually got to sit and be with the feeling. 2 Corinthians 7.10 in the Christian Standard um, Bible says, which I love this Bible, CSB, it says, For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret. So here's the deal. I do believe that God uses grief for our benefit so that we can move past regret. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret. You can grieve how you feel so that you can move forward without regret. So that's the first thing, be with the feeling. The second thing, and this is the biggest that I would say after feeling the feeling, being with the feeling, is forgiving yourself. You've got to forgive yourself. To move on from the past, to truly leave it behind, to move forward from it, you need to be able to forgive yourself. For me, at least, this step can feel like it is more uh, like a roller coaster than actually like a one-time linear experience. Uh, This is usually done over multiple times. Like usually if I make a mistake or if I make a choice that I just feel gutted by and feel so remorseful, regretful of. I have to forgive myself for it multiple times. There's another episode, which I will link in the show notes of uh, positive self-talk and the inner critic. This is a big thing is that this is where like there's a war with the the inner critic, the self-talk inside of you. This is where my perfectionist voice tends to come out and wants to condemn me and say, how could you not know better? How could you not uh, see better? How could you not have seen the bigger picture? And the thing is, is that I have learned that I have to befriend myself. This is one thing I I share with clients all the time, is seeing yourself like a friend. 
Like if your friend made a mistake, would you berate them and hit them over the head with an emotional baseball bat over and over and over and over again throughout the day? No, like you would maybe correct them and say, yeah, that wasn't a good choice. But at the end of the day, you would try to comfort them and speak life over them and love on them. And that's a big thing that we need to do, seeing ourselves as friends, forgiving ourselves. If you wouldn't say it to a friend or to your kid or to your spouse or to your significant other or your coworker, don't say it to yourself. Don't be a condemning voice to yourself. Forgive yourself to move on, to leave regret behind, to truly move forward. You have to forgive yourself. And again, this isn't like a one-time event. This is something more like a roller coaster. Like some days it's like, oh, this is easy. Like I'm coasting. And then all of a sudden it'll be like a giant drop. It's like, oh, gosh, I got to forgive myself again today. So forgiving yourself. And the third thing, and this is where I like to come to the positive places after we have been with a feeling, after we have actively worked to forgive ourselves, is then saying, what can I do differently? What can I do differently? You know, if I have a regret of something I've done or said, I don't want to repeat that. And so in order to repeat it, I, I do need to reflect on it. And I need to ask myself some critical questions of what, how can I do this differently in the future so that I don't repeat it? I don't want to live in this regret cycle. So these are just different questions that I have personally asked myself is, hey, as I made that choice, what lesson did I learn from it? What lesson did I learn from my mistake, from my choice? And here's another one that I think is huge when it comes to not only forgiving yourself, but really moving forward to not live in the regret cycle is, what do I know now that I didn't know then? What do I know now that I didn't know then? Again, love this quote by Maya Angelou. It is one of my favorite quotes because I think it really speaks to us as humans is that we're always learning. We're never always arriving. And it's the quote she says, uh, when when I know better, I do better. Like when we know better, we do better. And so sometimes I make choices because at the, that moment, I don't know better. My experience isn't maybe broad enough to tell me that isn't a good idea. And so here's the question. What do I know now that I didn't know then? Because now that I know better, I want to do better. What do I know now that I didn't know then? And the third question is now that I know better, what will I do better? So now this is where the application comes is, okay, here's the lesson that I've learned. This is what I didn't know then that I know now. And now here's the third, builds off the second. Now that I know better, what will I do better? And this is where you get specific. Now that I know better, this is what I will do better. If I'm in this situation again, this is the the choice I'm going to make, or this is the boundary that I'm going to have. Or if I'm feeling imbalanced or out of whack emotionally, these are the choices and the steps that I'm going to make. These are the people I'm going to reach out to. What are you going to do better? And this is where you get very, very, very specific. So how do we face regret? How do we make it that we get out of the regret cycle, that we don't feel like we're living in a hamster wheel or an infinity symbol of regret? First, we've got to be with the feeling. Don't avoid it. Don't suppress it. Don't move away from it too quickly. Sit with it. Be with it. Feel with it. Because it is in that grieving, it is in that remorseful time that we learn to repent and then we learn to fully move forward without regret. 
This is a part of that healing process from regret. And the second thing is forgiving ourselves. And this isn't a one-time event. It is something that is continuously happening. And the third thing is, what can I do differently? What can I do differently? And here's how I find that I can propel myself to do things differently is asking myself, what lesson did I learn from my mistake? What do I know now that I didn't know then? And now that I know better, what will I do better? Regret can be so fickle and it can be so challenging. But again, it can be an incredible tool for personal growth, for character development, for greater opportunity to grow in integrity. If we really just step into it. If we're always running from our regret, we will not learn from our mistakes and grow as individuals. So face regret head on confidently that as we face it, as we challenge it, as we heal from it and move forward from it, that you and I will be better people tomorrow as a result of it. This is, I believe, facing your fear is sowing intentionally. Friend, I want you to know that I am always in your corner and I am cheering you on. And I believe, even though that this can be incredibly uncomfortable, that you can face your regret. You can face those those mistakes or those choices that you made that have you feeling sad, remorseful, or disappointed. You can do it. And as you face it, as you are with your feelings, as you forgive yourself, and as you can ask yourself, what can you do differently? That you will move forward stronger, more refined, and more confident. Friend, I am always in your corner and cheering you on. And I believe That as you sow intentionally in this area of your life, you will reap abundantly. You will reap abundantly. I just want to remind you that in the show notes, there is a blog that is linked that will walk through all of these questions that we've gone over today that will give those practical questions to ask yourself, how can you do differently and how can you sit with your feelings. Again, that will be in the blog and also in the show notes. I will link the episode on uh, positive self-talk. I believe it was a really practical conversation that was really helpful for me, and I hope it would be the same for you. Again, always in your corner. I never get tired of saying that, just so you know. I'm always in your corner cheering you on, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. <music>